Information about the world of running, inspiration to fuel passion and excellence, and ideas for making connections and finding community. You're listening to A to Z Running. Hello, happy holidays, and welcome to A to Z Running. I'm Andy. And Zach. And this week, we have our holiday-themed podcast. Another holiday special for you. So you got a little holiday special for Thanksgiving. Now you get a little more holiday special for Christmas and the New Year's. We have two things for you. We have a parody, a song that my sister Sage Davis and I put together for you. And, and what else do we have, Zach? Uh, a little spin-off poem of Twas the Night Before Christmas. Mm-hmm. And running style. You can hear more about that in a moment. We're going to jump into the world of running and all that good kind of stuff. And I just thought I would mention to all of you out there who were trying to find time and opportunity to go for some of your runs amidst all of the holiday stuff and family and many of you probably hosting things. So you got to like have the house all ready and clean and stuff and still manage kids and all of that. Mm-hmm. Props to you for trying yeah. to get out at least you didn't have to do so in 10 degrees and frigid snowy ice and all of that kind of stuff this year that's if true you it's a little warm are in west michigan because mm-hmm. it was like 45 on christmas day which is wonderful i didn't mind yeah. i thought it was nice still cold enough to wear our saint hats thank you so much for joining us and enjoy the podcast For our world of running here, we got a couple of general articles of interest that certainly may be relevant to many of you. Um, mm-hmm. The first one, and I apologize if any of you think that I like to uh, criticize Runner's World at all. I don't do it because I dislike Runner's World, but every now no, and then... No, we like a lot of inspirational yeah, stuff from Runner's World. Every now and then things get published, and it's not specifically Runner's World. Things get published that I want to raise concern about, um, especially because our interest here is to support you in in many different ways. And so I want to raise concern about this particular thing. So published in Runner's World recently, and we'll put a link to it. Um, This particular individual, uh, the article headline, by the way, makes the claim something to the extent of uh, improving marathon times by dropping long runs, not doing long runs in training. So that's the kind of the general claim, which first of all, I think the title uh, was a bit misleading because that's not really the claim that was being made. But um, so what essentially happened is this one particular runner in one particular instance claimed that she was benefited in her marathoning by stopping doing such volumes, including long runs. And she cited initially that she dropped long runs just once or twice in a marathon cycle and found that she ran better. She felt fresh for her marathon. Um, and by the way, I should mention that was the thing they kept coming back to is she felt fresh and uh, well rested for her marathons, well recovered and such. And then she came back to, so I tried because it went well, that one experience, she decided to just drop it completely from her whole training and even said, and who knows if this is purely true, that she only runs six miles a day when gearing up for a marathon. So first of all, a lot of sweeping generalizations. I would love to actually see her training logs to know for sure, like what actually was she doing? Um, Was it really just only six miles a day the entire time? Or, you know, was that the last few weeks? Who knows? Mm -hmm. Um, Was she doing no long runs whatsoever or just doing them in a different way? You know, all that kind of stuff. But here's the thing. The article didn't give us any of that information. It simply said that she cut all this stuff out and still was running PRs in the marathon. Um, And so the article conclusion being that potentially that could be a benefit for 
others. Mm -hmm. And I would immediately raise a caution when Mm -hmm. one, not very much actual information was provided. And two, it's contradictory to so much of the science that we know about how to build aerobic conditioning and be successful at endurance running. So maybe it did actually work exactly as they said for that one person, but I certainly wouldn't apply a general rule from that. And I certainly wouldn't make any conclusions without more data. Yeah. So that's my thing. However, the claim that she was feeling fresh and rejuvenated for the race, there's a lot of teeth to that comment. And we should all be aspiring toward that. If you're getting to your marathon just burnt out and exhausted, you're doing something wrong. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I'd take her approach, but I certainly would look at the training and try to make some adjustments. Yeah, because I've I've, um, reduced my... Uh, volume keeping long runs um, but yeah everyone is different and so taking one person's experience with a grain of salt is always a good idea yeah there might be some lessons there M- maybe look into it more so um, the next one just briefly is an interesting series of studies and I've, I've been personally aware of some of this stuff because Adam Homolka has been looking into it himself in his physical therapy practice but in published in Running Magazine which is a Canadian um, website they were doing some studies on ultrasound therapy they call it SAM um, something about acoustic medicine and the whole idea here is that there's a potential for um, recovery benefit, um, potentially increasing speeds of recovery in very dense tissues like your Achilles tendon or your hamstring, something that doesn't tend to recover or heal very quickly because it's so dense. And we already know that about the Achilles. It's just really hard to heal Achilles injuries for that reason. Well, ultrasound therapy might have potential benefit, but as the article noted, if it does, it certainly has to be significant amount of time every day over a significant period of time. So you're doing something for like two to four hours a day for weeks on end to really see that kind of benefit, which suggests that it is very, very small. Mm -hmm. So personally, I might look for a more significant way to achieve that same goal, which by the way, what does it do? It just kind of heats up the muscle tissue to improve circulation is the idea. Cool. Awesome. Well, something fun that's in the news recently, you've heard the name Sarah Hall, you've heard the name Ryan Hall, and now you're going to be hearing the name Chad Hall because he reportedly ran a 103 half marathon. And this is Ryan's younger brother. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if we're going to continue hearing his name, I but he know. certainly. Well, we don't actually. We were trying to find the specific result, and we couldn't find it, so we can't post that for you. But um, there's talk that he did, and certainly he hasn't. He's ha- hasn't been running slow in the past. He's he's a decent runner, but uh, we haven't really heard his name much before. So maybe we will. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's a really fast half marathon. And it's so. a really fast family. <laughs> yeah, so a really no fast family. <laughs> All right. Well, that about wraps it up. Let's get on to our main content. So for our main content, uh, we did we did a little bit. Well, we had a little bit of fun, maybe a mm-hmm. little bit too much fun. Um, you can be the judge of that. Much like with the Thanksgiving special, we did a little bit of a holiday special here. And so our main content are two separate things. Uh, the first one being something that Andy masterminded and put together. <laughs> so Andy, tell us what you have in store for our listeners. So not only does my family love to run, we also love to sing together. So my sister and I have been singing. Actually, my sister, I think the first time she was on stage singing was when she was three years old. And um, so we love to get together. We love to sing. And we put the song together for all of you. So enjoy. Little holiday treat from 
Andy and Sage. Lap bells ring. Are you listening? In the lane, runners glistening. A beautiful sight. Attract me tonight. Running round and round and round and round. Gone away is our free time. Here to stay is that tree line. And orphan song as we run along. Running in a winter wonderland. In the meadow we can run cross country. And pretend that elbow room abounds. He'll say, are you bleeding? We'll say, yeah, man. Your spike just stabbed my leg and face and arm. Sorry. Later on, we'll perspire as our legs are ever tired. We'll face unafraid, a new race we pay, spending all our money just to run. Andy, one step in me. Try to keep up then. Okay, warm up winner. What in the world are you doing? Activating my glutes. Don't you read A to Z running? Yeah, but my glutes are always activated. Feliz Navidad, baby. <laughs> Cut it out. I need to breathe for this. The matter we can build a season. Put on more layers than the last We'll say it's fun training in the winter Until I lose my fingers, face, and ears Cowbells ring Cowbells ring Are you listening? Are you listening? Cloudline streets Cheering, whistling A beautiful sight We'll dream of tonight Running in a winter wonderland Running in a winter wonderland Winter Wonderland. Oh, that was fun, sister. Back at you. So that was fun and thanks, Zach. Festive. <laughs> you had fun doing it. We right, had a lot of fun. We didn't get to do as many takes as we would like, but they probably would have just sang it over and over for probably. hours on end if they were given enough time. But we both have tiny little children, so... And husbands who are wise and stop them from doing things like that. <laughs> and it was fun, but we've got one more for you then, mm-hmm. and probably not quite as much fun. Um, yes, it is. But, but uh, I, I guess it's... Uh, what are you call, What do you keep calling this, Andy? So as much as Zach likes to protest his enthusiasm, he has a really fun story for you. Enjoy, and I hope you had a Merry Christmas. "'Twas the day after Christmas when all through the house day-old holiday cheer littered all, and my spouse, like my children all dear, slept off ten pounds of sweets, while I, no surprise, despite my own excessive treats, was dancing to the rhythm of distance runner beats. Despite the early hour, I was readying a run, admiring the load of things the holiday had done. The ups and downs, the highs and lows, the loud, rambunctious cheer, the quiet moments of delight impossible to hear, the bitter sorrows, broken losses, heartache, pain, and tears. In the corner, near the tree, crumpled, torn debris, 
piled there by gratitude, greed, grumbling, and glee. Joyful thanks on every lip as likely as a groan. Smiles, real and fabricated. A sigh as off as moan. All thoughts and whether gifts revealed would strike the proper tone. At the table, here and there a cup or dish we missed. Evidence of presence, not necessarily willingness. Surface conversations, mostly cordial and polite. Occasional unpleasantness, a common family plight. Most wanting to avoid another all-out family fight. On the rug inside the door, dirt from stomping boots. The place where greetings and farewells wear very different suits. Mary's bandied and exchanged, much like the wrapped-up gifts, impossible to know. How near sincere it drifts, except to hope whatever else it might a spirit lift. Finally, my shoes laced up, my gloved hand on the door. I glanced back over all of it, reflecting just once more. When suddenly, a smile and tear sprang freely from my heart. For though the holiday saw joy and pain both play a part, we, in our broken, fragile state, find hope beneath the light of the star that lit the way that most holiest night. Well, there you have it. A little of Zach's writing and creativity for you. If you'd like to hear more of that, let us know. Or if you don't want to hear any more of that, still let us know because feedback's important. It is. It's good. And I just am really excited about next week. We have Leo Connor coming on to talk with us about how to rise again after having injury. And I think a lot of us can relate to going through some difficult times. And it's been exciting to see how she's overcome adversity. And not to give too much away, but after entering into that conversation with her, we were just so thrilled about once again how... Um, Her story seems to parallel so many that we've encountered both in our efforts with the podcast, but also just in our experiences and your experiences and as we intersect in the running community. So even though you may not necessarily relate to everything that she can articulate, you can relate to the story for Mm -hmm. sure. Absolutely. And she was really open with us and she has been to her followers on Instagram. So make sure you follow Leah O'Connor on Instagram and you can get to know her a little bit better. She is the fifth fastest American steeplechaser ever um, for women. So yeah, if you don't know her name, look her up and next week you're going to get a chance to hear from her. All right, so feel free to jump on a to zrunning.com slash episode 12 to get any of the links or details from this episode, including the lyrics to our fun and fancy (laughs) holiday specials. And of course, all of these things that we have where we post socially. Yes, so Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter were at a to z running. 